Well, good morning. It's uh, Tuesday, September 1st, 2020. First day of the month for you. Uh, I'm going to try and make today short. You know, I uh, there's so much news going on. I've, I've really got to compress it a little bit. So I'm going to try and make it short. And we're going to start, um, I guess, in uh, Kenosha. Uh, Donald Trump defended the Kenosha shooter. I guess we're starting in the White House because he did this at the White House, at a White House briefing. He defended the uh, Kenosha shooter uh, and uh, Trump supporter, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Remember, Kyle Rittenhouse was found uh, uh, right front row and center at one of uh, Trump's uh, speeches. Um, Anyway, uh, this means that, of course, that Trump supports illegal arms. Rittenhouse was only 17, and he did not have a concealed carry permit for Wisconsin. He didn't have one for Illinois, either. Um, uh, Trump said he was defending, uh, that Rittenhouse was defending himself, but uh, Rittenhouse wouldn't have been in the position if he wasn't illegally carrying a gun and threatening people. I mean, think about it. This is what people, this is what um, uh, racists do. So they can kill blacks. They put themselves in a position where they have to defend themselves. They uh, block people's paths or what? they do whatever just so they have to defend themselves. Uh, right-wing groups have been showing up to fight Black Lives Matter protesters every night from out of state. And uh, they're all white. So do the math. They're all racist. They, they're fighting black lives because they don't want blacks to have more power. To claim that they aren't racist, and, and so uh, Rittenhouse isn't a racist hell-bent on causing problems, is wrong. So Donald Trump is, is clearly defending a uh, racist. He's defending uh, illegal arms transfers because he, Rittenhouse was not allowed to have that gun. Uh, the person who gave it to him was not allowed to give it to him because he was uh, under uh, 18 and he had to be, you have to be 21 uh, for a long, uh, a long rifle in uh, um, uh, Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, this is, this is really bad. Anyway, but yeah, like I said, let's face it, racists try and put themselves in, in those positions because they know they'll incite violence. And on that note, Donald Trump will be visiting Kenosha today in an attempt to cause unrest, which would give him a reason to send in troops and kill black people. Sound familiar? Uh, Donald Trump is uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. He, they're both the same. And he, he hopes to be able to kill some BLM protesters after he incites them. And that's what his, that's what his visit to Kenosha is all about. It's about inciting them to uh, protest so he can say, look, law and order. We need law and order. That's what he's doing. It's it's part of his plan as, as he runs for president. Uh, Trump offered to meet with the Blake family, but they insisted a lawyer be president, uh, president uh, so he declined. Makes you wonder why Trump decided not to, sh- not to uh, 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 show up. Because they thought he was going to make a call, but they didn't because of the lawyer. So 
it makes you wonder why he did it because there's there was going to be a lawyer present. What was he planning? Oh, now that there's going to be a lawyer present, I can't uh, uh, help you grieve for your for uh, for your uh, son because there's going to be a lawyer present. It's disgusting. I, I I have no idea what he was planning, but but the the thought of a lawyer president uh, being present uh, for the president being there, causing him to withdraw, makes you wonder, right? Earlier Monday evening, Trump said during a press brief, uh, briefing that the Blake family wanted to have lawyers involved, so the president ended up speaking with the family pastor instead. But Blake, Blake's father responded uh, to questions saying, we don't have a family pastor. <laughs> the, uh, it was cleared up later anyway. The elder Blake was adamant that he did not want to play politics with his son's life. He later added, along with his lawyer, that he and his family received threats being uh, uh, deemed serious enough that they had to temporarily relocate. Benjamin Crump the family uh, attorney, and you've probably seen him on uh, interviews recently, because he's he's been defending several uh, uh, black or African American families who who have been damaged uh, by racial tensions. Anyway, uh, Benjamin uh, Crump told Acosta that the uh, that the White House had been coordinating with Blake's mother and a pastor for her family to work out a phone call with the president. But for some reason, uh, Crump said the call never came. So that's what I'm talking about. Suddenly it never came, and it was because they wanted lawyers there. The Blake family's legal team later released a statement saying that Trump had reached out to Jackson's pastor and that the president declined to have a call if the family's legal team monitored, monitored it. This is... What was he planning to do there that he can't do if a legal team is present? Seriously. That doesn't make sense at all. Uh, Biden had, would have had no problem. In fact, Biden did meet with the family, I think, didn't he? Anyway, if the call had occurred, uh, Ms. Jackson was prepared to ask President Trump to watch the video of Mr. Blake's shooting and to do what she has asked all of America to do, examine your heart. The, the statement on Crump, uh, Crump's Twitter account said Justin Blake told CNN that Jacob Blake's father has no interest in speaking with the president, uh, with President Trump. His only interest at the moment is his son's well-being and getting justice. He went on to say President Trump is a racist who stokes racial tensions. He has been stirring racial tensions since he got into the White House. Why, as Jacob's uncle, would I want to talk to him? Our focus is on Jacob and healing the community. And I agree with him. I mean, why would, a, would, would a, any black man who, whose family member was just shot by a white police officer want to talk to Donald Trump, who's clearly, clearly a racist? The Kenosha Police Department arrested volunteers who were heading into Kenosha to feed protesters. Uh, the police uh, department said in a news release on August 27th that officials had arrested nine people on August 26th for disorderly conduct after uh, being tipped off that there were suspicious vehicles with out-of-state plates meeting in a remote parking lot. Uh, the department said that the officers uh, located the vehicles, 
was were a, a black school bus, a bread truck, and a minivan. Uh, and they began surveillance uh, uh, with the assistance of U.S. Marshals. Uh, poli- police then followed the vehicles to a gas station. And police observed the occupants of the black bus and bread truck exit and attempt to fill multiple fuel cans. They had uh, generators to cook food. <laughs> the, the news release states, uh, uh, suspecting the occupants of these vehicles were preparing for criminal activity related to civil unrest, officers attempted to make contact and investigate. The officers ex- exited their vehicles and detained the people inside the bus and bread truck uh, and uh, uh, stopped the minivan from driving away. But the officers stopped the vehicle and forcibly entered it, arresting those inside. Please, it was a bread truck for Fuksake. That's my new word. For Fuksake, it was a bread truck. Fuksake, I think, is, isn't that a, is that a mushroom? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it was a bread truck. Why would you stop a, a people who said they're feeding people if they have a bread truck? Anyway, they were um they were uh, jailed, denied phone calls and their uh their rights were violated. I'm sure there's going to be another yet another lawsuit against uh the police department because the, the, these lawsuits are going to be piling up. There's no doubt in my mind. Liberty University has opened an investigation into Jerry Falwell Jr. Remember, Jerry Falwell Jr., the high and mighty. Uh, he, uh, remember, he's uh, 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 was accused of being a cuck. So cuck Jerry Falwell Jr., who used to watch this guy bang his wife, Um According to the statement issued by uh, Liberty's executive committee on behalf of the board of trustees, the school hired a leading outside forensics firm that will investigate all aspects of his 13-year run leading the school, including financial, real estate, and legal matters. (laughs) This should be an interesting, what they come up with should be interesting. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of church money going into Jerry Falwell's pocket. Uh, the school did not uh, provide further details of the scope. Just another major Trump supporter under investigation. You know, uh, Larry Flint spoke about this, about the Falwells. Uh, I, I find it kind of funny. You know, um, uh, uh, Larry Flint was sued by Jerry Falwell Sr. for writing a, a satirical article about Jerry Falwell. The, the article was about uh, Jerry Falwell's first time in the outhouse with his mother. And it was obviously a, a satirical piece. And Jerry Falwell, a senior, sued him for, for uh, oh, I don't know, uh, what was it? Uh, um, oh, you know, the standard stuff. I, I can't remember what it was. It was just the standard stuff. He sued him. And uh, went through several court cases about it. Finally ended up at the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court found in, in uh, Larry Flint's uh, 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 side and and this Larry Flint is a, is a hero of mine because he's a free speech uh, uh, guy and um, yeah his Larry Flint's case is uh, brought up in court cases all the time uh, for lawsuits uh, um, 
Uh, because people in the public eye, you're allowed to, you know, write funny stuff about them. That's what it's about, you know? Anyway. Yeah, I remember there was also uh, another uh, landmark case uh, back in the 70s about this artist. I, I'm having trouble remembering his name, but he 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 uh, inked this uh, beautiful painting. Uh, I guess I'd call it a painting, giant painting. Uh, about Disney characters, and and uh, it was it was a it was a it was a, a take on how Disney has uh, how how America and Disney um, are interacting, or something like that. And uh, that case was one, also, of course, and it was very similar. Anyway, a New Jersey teen, a teenager. She organized a Black Lives Matter and affordable housing protest on July 25th over what she says is a lack of affordable housing that disproportionately prevents black people, Native Americans, and other people of color from living in uh, uh, an area called Inglewood Cliffs, New Jersey. Very nice, a teenager organizing a rally. That's what we need in America. But not according to... uh, uh, Mayor Mario Kranjak, who four days later sent Emily Gill, who's only 18, by the way, um, a letter with a bill for $2,500 for police overtime accrued during the protest. Uh, that was according to screenshots that uh, Emily Gill uh, shared. This is obviously a violation of civil rights, by the way. First Amendment. You cannot charge protesters. If someone has a rally, that's a little different. But protesters, you may not charge protesters for their First Amendment's rights. That, that, And just sending a bill has something called a chilling effect. And I'm sure there will be a lawsuit here. Uh, a chilling effect is a legal term. It refers to uh, when someone does an action, though it's not an action that uh, has uh, any legal bearing, just the act itself has a chilling effect on somebody's rights. So, uh, anyway, we'll move on to McDonald's. Uh, who's being sued by 52 former uh, black franchise owners who accuse uh, McDonald's of racial discrimination by steering them to depressed, crime-ridden neighborhoods and setting them up for failure. The complaint said McDonald's saddled the plaintiffs under its standard 20-year franchise agreements with stores requiring high security, (coughs) excuse me, high security and insurance costs and whose $2 million average annual sales from 2011 to 2016 were $700,000 below a nationwide norm. So what, they, what McDonald's was doing, apparently, was uh, uh, for black franchisees, they would say, okay, we'll give you a franchise in this neighborhood because we need one here. But for white franchisees, they'd send them to another neighborhood that uh, had... Uh, uh, more chance of making money. So, you know, McDonald's, they claim they, they're uh, racial equality, but in real life, eh, not so much. 
anyway, bankruptcies uh, often resulted, uh, they said. Uh, the plaintiff's lawyer, um, Jim Ferraro, Ferraro? Ferraro. Uh, said in an interview, uh, it's systems placement in substandard locations because uh, it's, I'm sorry, it's systematic placement in substandard locations because they're black. Revenue at McDonald's is governed by one thing only, and that's location. And of course, that's true. Location, location, location. Those are uh, the three most important um, things to remember uh, about business. Location, location, location. Not so much anymore with online sales, but uh, you get the idea. And we're going to finish today with something simple. Uh, Adult film actor Ron Jeremy, who I've met several times, by the way. Uh, uh, Affable guy, friendly guy, sometimes a little too friendly. And uh, people warned me about him, warned me about him (laughs) and told me. I I mean, I've had people say, "Uh, Ron does some things to women that isn't always uh, anyway. It's hearsay. We'll just say that. Anyway, um, Ron Jeremy, uh, already he's already facing sex crime charges involving four women. Uh, and, but he's being charged with 20 additional sex, sexual assault counts involving 13 women that date, date back to 2004. Uh, the Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office uh, announced this on Monday. District Attorney's Office. The amended complaint against uh, Ron Jeremy, uh, who he's 67 now, by the way, uh, which is the uh, amount of centimeters. Uh, never mind. Um, it includes six counts of sexual battery by restraint, five counts of forcible rape, three counts of forcible oral copulation, two counts of forcible penetration by a foreign object, one count each of sodomy, uh, assault with an uh, intent to commit rape, penetration by a foreign object on an unconscious or sleeping victim and the worst one that's really going to cause a problem a lewd uh, lewd conduct with a 15 year old girl oh oh yeah there's some problems going on here anyway that's it short one today hope you enjoyed it uh it's um and, and, and come back tomorrow. I appreciate it. Um, this is uh, Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.